0: Apprentice. I'm your host Theo Geeson and today we're recording uh, live from Neil's house with the man himself. Hello. And of course we've got Brett here with us as well. Yeah I'm always taking along. (laughs) A good (laughs) co-host and a good sound engineer. That's true. Taking Um, the week off. Yeah I worked (laughs) extra hard last week. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever that was so I was like you know. Yeah, you had a lot of paid vacation that you could dip into as well, so. Exactly, I gotta use it up. Yeah, before <laughs> yeah, it doesn't overlap.
1: No, <laughs> it to pay me out. Yeah, and I certainly don't want that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're here at Neil's place. Mm-hmm. Um, in about forty-five minutes to an hour, we're gonna do a session. So, just one of those nights where you do a podcast and then a session. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Perfect, Perfect night. Sometimes it's the other way around, but we're starting a little late. It's almost nine thirty. On a Monday. Ah, uh, well, yeah.
1: you know. Yeah, So Mondays are four. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I feel like I haven't played a session this late in a while. Yeah. We usually start around like 7 or so, I feel like. Yeah, last session we did, we started at like 6.30, which is great,
0: because it feels like you can go on a bit longer. Yeah. But yeah. But once it hits midnight, I feel like we're just going to be like, all right, that's yeah. like... <laughs> yeah, that's enough. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we'll, see, we'll
2: see what we get. What we get in there in that time and yeah, I got some good stuff planned for you guys. Awesome! I'm excited. It's been it's been a while since we've done our uh, our campaign. Oh, it's been since like I the beginning going. of March. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a long time coming. I'm like, ca- like I kind of remember. Like we were just entering that city. A eh? is that what the yeah, that's pretty much. What like we left you guys, off at? So you guys went
0: into this demi plane, this mm-hmm. elemental plane, where you had to fight the four elements and you each got a boon from defeating each one of them and now you guys are just getting back out the other side i don't think anything's happened since then
2: yeah i think i think we literally just like kind of got out and then it's just kind of like okay we're we're now going to the city and we haven't even like entered the city it's just like that's where we left off it's like yeah going to the city and that's where it's ended so yeah um yeah i'm pretty excited to see what uh what's in store store for us because it was pretty crazy the last two
0: sessions I would say we're at the point where the first chapter of the campaign is sort of closed so this Mm -hmm. is a good place to open back up again there's going to be a lot of there's going to be new settings uh, new NPCs new plot hooks and stuff like we've act one sort of set the main hook for the whole campaign Uh, obviously we're not going to just go do that immediately that's bad storytelling (laughs) (laughs) So there's gonna be some stuff that comes up along the way, um, and I encourage you guys not to be like, "Well, this is like a super dire thing that we have to attend to mm-hmm. right now." It's like we're playing D and D. Let's do some side quests. Let's gain some levels. Yeah, I don't think any of us
2: are really no. like that. I think we're we like just whatever's thrown at us is like okay, we're gonna we're doing this. Yeah, like, let's do it. But yeah, you especially are really easy to hook on, like. A <laughs> oh, like yeah, like I'm like I just love the, uh, the dynamic nature of it all and it's just like you know um just kind of yeah not not kind of being like that where it's like the world's ending why aren't we just dealing with this the whole time this. this? but it's just like we in a bar yeah (laughs) but it's just like at the end of the day it's like well that's not fun like it's just like okay we could be dealing with this but like then we won't have like the fun interactions that we have in town and and uh with the new characters and stuff like that so like
0: Yeah. yeah yeah it reminds me of this game that I was just playing, uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. And, um, one of the big plot hooks is that there's, like, a meteor that's crashing down to Earth and you need, like, Rayquaza's help to destroy it. And, it's like, the meteor is gonna crash, like, tomorrow, or, like, any time. But, uh, you need to, you should be, like, a certain level before you go do that mission. So you can just grind for, like, days and days and days in-game, and every morning you wake up, your partner's like, hey, it's a big day, we should go head over to the tower now, like, it can happen (laughs) any (laughs) morning And you're just like, I think I'm going to go level up. But, yeah, there's, like, there's no
2: haste or anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, and, yeah, like, I, like, obviously it's, like, rationally, it's like, yeah, you should deal with this, but it's also, like, we're and playing at the end of the day <laughs> it's a game we're gonna be having some fun like yeah. and yeah like uh I understand that and uh I think I think we all do so it's yeah. like yeah I'm just excited to see what what ends up happening uh, yeah I think all of game. us are not really
0: power gamers we're like only in it for the, not only but like we're really in it for the story
2: oh yeah for sure like right. I like uh like cause I mean this is mine and Luke's first D&D uh campaign like our first character and it's like really getting into it yeah so like we can't really even power game like we can't even like min max it like anything like that like we're not like skilled enough to do that and so but like that's why I'm like interested in d &D is d storytelling and stuff like that so it's like that's what I find fun like even just going back over like all the stuff we've done so far and the random things that have happened is just so like fun to talk about and like yeah reminisce on that like yeah like that's I love that part of the, the game and yeah and uh, yeah we're also
0: with the startup act 2 uh, it's at the point where I think I can now pull in your guys backstories a little more where you guys have met you've you know you're all comrades now mm-hmm. you have similar interests and so now we can start up kind of pull from stuff from your backstory and bring that in and make that maybe, like, a hook, you know, there could be an entire, like, five sessions where, uh, Maxor's people finally find him, Mm -hmm. and, like, there's this whole, like, you have to come back and help us fight, and he's like, I have this fight going on over here, and Mm -hmm. then, or something with Lapis, where, like, maybe someone from your hometown just happens to be around, or, uh, you have a calling back as well, and you have to sort of fight between what's uh, more important to you at this point.
1: Um,
0: and
2: Luke's character, I truly don't know anything about their backstory at all. I to be honest, I'm not even sure if he wrote one. Row one, or <laughs> I shouldn't cool. say he didn't write one. I just don't think his character has a crazy in-depth backstory, no. which is fine. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you just you, you don't really need one, and I mean his character is already like colorful enough that Yo, like, it's yeah. just like he's not a boring character um <clears throat> but yeah like now that you say that I'm like I I don't even know yeah. what his backstory is
1: which is yeah. kind of fun so I feel like you can if you don't start with like a backstory as you go on you can kind of just like make come on to yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
2: and that's actually one thing I kind of wish I did a little bit more of because I find like with making Maxor's backstory I think I got like really in depth in making the backstory but then I wasn't experienced enough in the game and then this, the way the storytelling works through D&D yeah. that I feel like I kind of like closed off a lot of things or didn't make things, you know, mm. open-ended enough that like, you know, like you're able to, to interpret things and, and do things. Like I feel like I made it like, like I, I wrote a lot about it because I was like, I just wanted to make a character. But then as I'm playing, I'm like, oh, did I kind of like, myself in a corner a little bit oh, with yeah. it or like something like that so it's like um like I kind of wish I kind of just like left it a little just like yeah. just leave it short just so like as you go
0: on your dude is in like a portal fantasy basically where like he Wait. is from this one world and got teleported into another mm-hmm. and that physical or like uh, that barrier that exists mm-hmm. can't really be like crossed that frequently with the way you sort of described it yeah, yeah. mm mm-hmm but there are ways to hmm. go around it or things that I can do that you didn't write into your backstory that I can incorporate
2: and like, that's just get like oh yeah and like that's and that's just another fun thing about it too is kind of like with that like it's it's kind of like um like okay I've written this backstory now I, like I'm gonna stick with it it's like let's see how I can like or like as max, or like how I can rationalize things with that in mind, even though it might be tough, it's like it could guide me into some interesting, interesting directions and yeah. just that I wouldn't have thought of before. Um, but yeah, I def- like I definitely do wish I left it just a l- little bit more, just open ended, yeah, for to make it easier for everyone to just like depend on how it works. But hey, that's what playing your first campaign's for. You, yeah, you, you learn and you try. You, you know, you get better next time. So. I probably
0: emphasize as well when you're making a character to not go too much in depth Mm -hmm. is what Mm -hmm. I usually do. I'll like tell you like five, six sentences max, Mm -hmm. like just lay the groundwork. We'll come up with the other stuff later. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's like not on you to be like, Oh, I messed up on a screaming backstory. Mm -hmm. It's like
2: what was requested and then fulfilled and Mm -hmm. now like, you know, yeah, exactly. So Definitely, definitely know that now. So if uh, ever uh, Maxor perishes or a new campaign gets started, I could definitely understand how to make a not a, like not like a better character, but just a character that's easier to work with for yeah, like uh, everyone. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, looking forward to
0: playing, um, but uh, aside from D and D. Uh, what else is going on in your guys' lives? Just sort of flesh out your own characters
2: for the listeners. Oh, man, well, I mean... <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll speak a bit for Luke as well, since... Uh, or, like, I mean, I'll, I'll go myself. I don't know if... Uh, but, I think little uh, listeners have maybe not... The dedicated listeners will know Luke. They'll know Luke. Yeah, no they'll know Luke. Them. It feels weird. I'm always... Like, Luke is always usually here when when I'm on, too, so I feel... Yeah. It feels, uh, feels odd, but... Uh, I mean, for myself, it's basically just uh, finally gr- graduated education and then I've just literally been working every day, just uh, subbing. Uh, mostly in, uh, luckily, in my practicum school uh, where I did my practicum, So, um, which is nice because teaching phys ed there, I know every kid, so they throw me into any class. And, yeah. And, like, I'm pretty good because I know, I know all the kids. But uh, it's definitely been. It's actually been really good because I've been lucky enough to be be there. And because I've, they just throw me into anything, it's just been so many different things. I've just been like, what the heck am I doing? Like I've done more French classes <laughs> than any other of my teachable classes yeah. while subbing. And it's just hilarious walking into the class and just being like, yeah i'm your french teacher bonjour bonjour uh, <laughs> Come on. yeah we're not we're not speaking a lot of, we're not speaking a lot of french today kids so and, and i still remember i said it's that like, to, Yay. I, I said yes. i said that to one class and this smart ass in the back uh and i know them i know all of them and this one smart asses they're just like yeah we figured mr r and i was like all right okay <laughs> <Mr>. like, r. <laughs> okay okay um but and it's actually air <laughs> <laughs> but it's been it's been it's been fun I, I liked it a lot and I've been lucky like they've sent me on field trips and stuff to to and getting paid for that and stuff like like it's it's been awesome for,
0: yeah, for field, field trips are fun when you're a kid and when you're a teacher I assume you just get a, you know at least part of that satisfaction
2: oh yeah like definitely like they're like you still get that fun and it's definitely fun to like see the kids having fun they're also just way more tiring because, like, I'm sure you can remember, like, especially overnight trips. Like, you can remember like staying up all night, like, till four a. m. You're just losing it with your friends, being and then the heads. the the chaperone coming to the door and banging yeah, on your yeah, door to be positive. quiet. It's like, yeah, now when you're in that, like, you're in their shoes. Not really that fun but mm-hmm. to be like up all night, like, banging on the door. But I mean, like, um, like it's fun, and and uh, especially doing like being. With a phys ed background, like, I'm usually more involved in things anyway, so, like, whenever, like, I'm doing field trips and stuff, like, I get involved with the games and stuff like that, and students yeah. love it, and it's just, it's just more enjoyable as a whole, so... Hell yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: Brett, uh, what's, uh, new and exciting? Mm, it's kind of the same old, same old, I guess, like... Which is uh, fine. Yeah, you know, I... I just graduated recently, too, and then I've just been working full-time, and I have weird days off, today being my Friday, yeah. nice, which is, nice. so it's nice that I get to do something, usually I don't really get to do anything with it, but we're, you know, playing and making a podcast and stuff, so it's a good way to spend nice. it, nice. um, just listening to audiobooks and stuff like I've been, I'm reading, uh, Slaughterhouse-Five now, which nice. is, nice. Mm-hmm, which I'm on, but I I've been kind of getting trolled at work lately yeah. i've been like <laughs> i've been like partnered up a lot or like doing stuff where i don't really get a chance to listen to my book yeah. which is kind of like annoying me a bit because that's what i like to do at work but yeah i've still. had your job as well and it's like if you're not don't have your headphones in it's just miserable yeah, yeah it really is it's very like repetitive boring work but i think we'll be going back to a bit more normal coming up when i get back so i'm looking forward to to doing that so nice <laughs> that's good
0: Yeah, uh, myself, uh, just enjoying this little vacation I'm on, (laughs) where I'm in between jobs, uh, not living at home anymore, which, like, which is great. Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, every day just wake up whenever I feel like. I think yesterday I woke up at, ooh, it was like 2.30, <laughs> hey, 30. yeah, yeah. Wow. and then once it <coughs> been at like one two so it was a short day like in terms of yeah only an 11 hour day and mm-hmm. less than that um Damn. what was yesterday sunday
1: yeah i don't
0: think i did really anything yesterday
1: <laughs> Fair. bastard so it's, it's a proper way to spend sunday I guess. yeah it's so usually my laziest of days yeah and then Saturday went for a hike which was nice right you guys did that right
0: yeah uh, yeah so Rachel I think we might have mentioned her on the last podcast yeah so um but she is my I think I may have just offhanded say she's my cousin but she yeah it's like yeah you explained the full thing yeah it's like like my dad's cousin's kid so I had to look it up and that means your second cousin I thought it was your third but
2: I, I have I have like cousins that I call my cousins that are the same thing yeah but it's just like they're they're your cousins like, yeah like, I don't
0: really like know any of my dad's cousins kids so this is like the first time that I've been like what's going on here yeah. like but no they're super chill um the week before like we recorded a podcast on a Saturday not the one that just passed but the one before and on Sunday we ran a session mm-hmm. and I think I was kind of telling you Neil about it and Brett was in it so I don't <laughs> um but it actually ended up going really well for someone's first time uh, playing D&D mm-hmm. I think um, she ended up just playing a fighter uh, which means that it's pretty big like just roll your attack roll mm-hmm. your damage action surge uh, second wind all that stuff um, but then I was hanging out with her again this Saturday and I was like is it something that you would ever interested in like taking a part in it again and she was like yeah like I had a good time and like I've been talking, uh, about it to people that I know, like, at work, or, like, my friends and stuff like that, and they're all, like, they either all, like, know someone's, like, yeah, like, my brother plays D&D, or my boyfriend, or, like, um, or, like, or I've been trying, wanting to get into it, but, like, don't know enough people, mm-hmm. so, um, I was gonna invite her tonight, but it's a little late for her schedule, she said she likes to go to bed at, like, nine, but, which is, like, kind of... Mm-hmm. I was gonna say respect but
1: (laughs) I respect it but it's not something I can do yeah I mean it is I respect respect the sleep schedule yeah I respect the sleep schedule maybe if it was
0: like a Friday or Saturday she'd be down but I just don't think in the middle of a week yeah that's fair but yeah that session went pretty well um I I would like to run it with you and Luke sometime, maybe, if, like, Brett can't make it to a
2: session. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, I'd, I'd totally be done. Like, you'd run it, like, a one-shot? Is that yeah. what you're thinking? Yeah, yeah you guys yeah, just make, make new, totally new characters. I'd yeah. actually really like that, too, because that could be a chance to kind of make another character. Yeah, and, some and of the, uh, Maxor's just, the just a fighter,
0: too, so it would give you a chance to
2: play something with a little more versatility. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder what i choose. That be that be something have to think about, but I would definitely pick something like different for sure, just to mm. get that uh, change. Yeah. So um, you are a, a fighter, right? Oh, you're a paladin. Oh, okay. I'm a paladin. I mean, okay. like I'm. So that like I'm some... Yeah, that has worse. It, it has some things. I'm basically a fighter, though. Like backstory yeah. is like. Your spell slots are only for smite. Like it's smite literally gotta... for divine smite. Like okay. that's all it's for, yeah. which is like. H- hilarious and Fitzmax or like TNT. yeah, he's just like heal people. No, he's like fuck that. Like damage. no, <laughs> even whenever I do, it's like mostly for myself usually. But he just like hits um, people with his spell book. Yeah, like, <laughs> <he's> <laughs> like, bum, bum, like
0: power god, baby.
2: <laughs> like yeah. Uh, but yeah, like he's, he's yeah, he's
0: basically a fighter. <laughs> yeah, a fighter, but capable of doing a lot more damage in one
2: attack. Yeah, and he's just a bit religious, so. So just figured Who
0: do they worship? Is it just the?
2: Uh, like well, like the so like dude? yeah, because he's like so. Like I made I made him after like a space breed in forty k, and if 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 you know any like anything about uh, Warhammer forty k, like the humans have these um, crazy like soldiers, uh, augmented soldiers called space marines, and then the human race basically worships the this god emperor as a, a oh, god the, emperor. Yeah, the yeah. emperor as a god and so that's kinda who he um, who he is uh, religious to, I don't know, or like yeah. believes in and it's his his god. Which in the world of Warhammer he's just like this really powerful like psychic mm. but to the point where he's basically a god. So it's yeah. like it's it's an interesting thing. But that's, what, like, kind of what, like, what he uh, believes in. Yeah, and stuff, that makes so. sense as a paladin. I could definitely see some people being, like, oh, but
0: that's not a real god. Like, how did they get their paladin powers? And yeah, it's just, like, but
2: it's just, like, like, well, like, he, like...
0: I don't know, go cry. The, the, the
2: <laughs> basically, <laughs> it's, like, this emperor is so powerful that he essentially is a god. Like, yeah. it's just, like, yeah, so, um, yeah. I definitely made him when I was, like, just, like, really into Warhammer for a yeah, little yeah. bit in the summer. And I was just, like, I want to make a space marine. They're bad. We played Warhammer one time. I did?
0: It was interesting. I, like, it just seemed like a head-to-head, like, combat game mm-hmm. where, like, I don't know. I don't know how many times I could play it. hmm
2: I've actually, funny, like, I've made, I painted models, but I've never played it. Huh. Um, like, I, I showed you, like, the, yeah, yeah. Two, the couple I have painted. We played um, it with one of our buddies, Aiden. You know Aiden. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And he has
1: a bunch of, like... He's all done. Done painting them and stuff. Oh, they're oh, like, The nice. Necrons and the Space Marines. I'm pretty nice. sure. Where does he live now? <laughs> oh, Ottawa, I think. Oh uh, well, and, forget that then. <laughs> yeah, oh, and God. yeah. But we went over and played, and the three of them like none of us really know how to play, so we we're kind of like trying. Figuring, to it. figuring it, it out. Figuring we out. it's
2: like uh From what I looked into it, it's it's a pretty complicated game because yeah. there's oh, just well, so many like faction specific things mm-hmm. and rules and stuff like that and I definitely see the appeal but it's definitely something that's just like whoa, this is <coughs> this is a lot it is a lot people think
0: there's a barrier to entry for D&D um, oh yeah <laughs> that is like you either have to dedicate all of your money to it or just have a lot to begin with yeah yeah
2: and it's 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 definitely cool like I've definitely got lost into the lore of it cuz it's just so massive um and and just like batshit insane um uh, but the actual game of it like I'm I like I said like I like the hobby side of it so like yeah. during the uh, May lockdown that's when I got like one of the little starter sets and like painted it yeah. um but like I don't think I could ever have the time or the money to invest into like, actually like the armies that people have like, Yeah, it's insane um so was that Aiden's first time playing too yeah yeah Yeah. so he
0: had like every single thing like clearly had a lot of time and money invested into it and had never played so like truly the barrier to entry is like I don't know almost impossible to overcome Mm -hmm. Uh, but at least with D&D like we could get someone like Rachel involved in like a couple days within telling her about it
2: yeah and I like that about D&D it's just like literally like worst case scenario you need what like really just up some dice and uh yeah we're not even with like, not EV even yeah. like yeah like you just need someone just... who knows
0: the rules yeah that's it yeah which like kind of might be a lot to ask for but like if like for example like you like you've played like maybe a dozen times but like mm. if you had a bunch of friends who really wanted to play but never had you probably could dm oh
2: yeah and i like i feel like at this point like I know enough where like the amount I would have to still learn to DM a session is not as minimal as not as much as what it would be if I was starting like with no knowledge. Like, yeah, for sure. Like it would just be some minimal. So like, I definitely agree. like the, the easy ease of entry yeah. for D&D is just,
0: yeah. And either you're playing with all people who are less experienced who won't check you on anything or you're playing with someone more experienced who will just help you. Out. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I definitely would take advantage of your... <laughs> oh my god, that'd be, yeah. yeah that'd be, this meta game. Yeah. Yeah. Just just like, play. oh, I get advantage, because don't worry about it, but... You know, well, <laughs> this, this is how it works. Yeah. And so you know what I'll trust is. him. <laughs> <laughs> my character actually gets uh, triple advantage on every check, so... Yeah. And uh, it's in the player handbook, but you don't have it, so
2: don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, man. I've always, like, I've always been so interested, like, going on Reddit and stuff like that. Because I was going to ask, but I don't know, like, I, like, I, I think you've just, you kind of kept it with uh, a lot of your friends who you obviously, like, know who you're playing with. But, like, uh, like if you've ever had, like, when I say, like, a bad D&D player, um, I don't mean someone who's bad at the game. I mean someone who's, like, like bad to play with. Uh-huh. Like, someone who's just a dick or just, like, yeah. always, you know always is after you on like rules or stuff like that oh or, like, yeah. you know what i mean or just like does messed up things in the game yeah like, kind of like what like yeah there's kind
0: of many sides to like a bad player there's one person who's like a murder hobo who just like wants to kill the bartender or wants to like steal from other players mm-hmm. or just like sees what the dm has planned and is like i want to do this instead yeah like purposely like derailing yeah. what's in store or just and, like not understanding that's a it's a cooperative game mm-hmm. uh then there's people who like i don't know refuse to like get to know their character sheet or like will constantly like people you've been playing like 10 to 15 sessions with Who are like all right so which dice do i roll yeah you're just mm-hmm. like man like at least like come prepared with something Mm-hmm. like yeah. I just put in like two and a half hours of work planning this thing like at least know like what Pass Without Trace does or at yeah. least know what like Ice Knife does mm-hmm. I right. yeah yeah that's uh like yeah. that's just frustrating yeah I can imagine yeah like I like mean, it's never happened to me really which is good um and then I guess there's just other people who like can't fault them super much for this but who like join a campaign and then don't commit yes yeah mm-hmm. it's like yeah I'm like really interested to join this campaign and then they'll like first campaign you're supposed to be like they'll be like oh I'm actually like busy this day like go on with, with me and you're just like alright whatever like that's usual that's fine and then next session they're just like yeah whatever and, yeah. and then eventually they just like fade out yeah do you know what I'm thinking of? yeah okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mitchell <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't get
0: but I, that just like the game can go on without them, but that's just, like, a, another example of someone who, like, I don't know. Not that you don't want them at a the table, they don't want themselves to be at the
2: table. Yeah, and if they don't want to be there, then it's, like, it's, it, it can break the game down, yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of those things are very similar with, um, like, board games, because, mm-hmm. like, like, that's, like... Oh, that's like King's like, Dilemma? Not even just King's Dilemma, like, just board games in general, because, like, uh, like, obviously, like, you guys know, like, I'm h- I'm a huge board game uh-huh. guy. Like, I love getting new ones and, yeah, and, you're, and stuff. You're a, boardhead. I'm a board gamer. I'm a board head. Board head. I'm a board head. <laughs> and uh, but like, I like because I love like getting a new game and like in and, and, like showing it to people. The first thing you did when we
0: walked in, you're like, look at this
2: expansion. Bag. Yeah, literally, it was like, hey, look at this, look at this, <laughs> this, this game. Like, I can't wait to play it. It's like, oh fuck yeah! <laughs> um, but like, I've had a couple times where. um... Like, I've been like, hey, like, I want, you know, like, I've invited people over and I've been like, hey, I really want you guys to, to come and try this game out or something like that. Or like, I really like to play this game tonight with you guys, like things like that (laughs) and, and teach people and just so many different things would like, would like just derail the game. Like, I know, like, um, like. One pet, one pet peeve of mine all the time um, is because especially with board games there's player limits especially to any ones that are like really in depth because the ones that don't have one they're like party games which are still fun but you know they're not like you don't always get they're not quite as fun as some board games that have mm-hmm. limits to them yeah, yeah. and like the, the most common thing uh, was oh. like I'd be like hey let's play Betrayal tonight which at most you can play with six people. Yeah. And, you know, you get everything set up, you might be, you know, drinking a little bit, stuff that like that. It takes a long and time to set up, doesn't it? It takes... Uh, Is it takes a zombie long... game? That's all the time. Oh, no, 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 of Winter. That's Dead of Winter. That, that takes a long time to set yeah. up. Betrayal doesn't. Betrayal's like, like, the Haunted the 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 House one. Yeah, the Haunted House one. But there's been so many times I've been like, okay, we're playing this game tonight. I get super psyched to play this game. And then, like... People start showing up and they're just like, so yeah, like I just brought my buddy, like he's in town, so like yeah, I just brought him, and I'm just like, so we have seven people now for this six person game. Or like some dude who's not interested in playing, or just like, oh, and like not interested in playing. My name's
0: Chad. I'm from fucking Halifax. Oh yeah, (laughs) and it's
2: like, and like when they bring too many people, taking a gap year. It's (laughs) (laughs) says me after taking two. (laughs) what going on number two but unintentionally go on (laughs) (laughs) Um, it it just sucks because it's like obviously like you want everyone to have fun so it's just like I'm not going to have one person just like sitting there like just watching if they wanted to play but then like I've also had (coughs) games where you know you I've you know invited people that haven't played the game before who I think would enjoy it and either just due to maybe even the circumstances or their just enjoyment, like their disinterest in the game tanks the game yeah, yeah, yeah. that we play. Um, I was playing one time with a group of people and you know, one person just clearly was not into it and it was just... They wanted to get out of the game as quickly as possible yeah. because they were not enjoying it, mm-hmm. but because they were doing that they were detrimenting everyone else at the mm-hmm. table because it was, like, a cooperative portion of the game. And you're just kind of like, what are you what are you doing? Like, why are you doing, like, just like this? And it's like, you can't fault them for not liking the game, but, but it's also just like, stick with listen, it listen, listen, like, hours. you, like, okay, you cannot like the game, but can you just, like, play F- the game, fake it? fake it till the end, and at the yeah, end be like, hey, I don't like the game. And then, like, I'd be like, cool. Like, That's now really I know clear. that, like, if you're here yeah, we're not gonna know, play like, invite you like I don't know how to invite you and like I also know that like when you're down we're gonna play a different game we're not gonna yeah, play yeah, this yeah. game yeah. and like it should like that that stuff just always ticks me off when it's just like you do something where you're bringing everyone else down with you instead of like yeah I've definitely I've been in situations where I'm like okay I'm not really
1: enjoying this but like you at least like play it out so I'm yeah like, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean then afterwards you can be like ah I didn't really yeah you can be like, oh, I, didn't really yeah, could could be like I
2: didn't enjoy this I don't really wanna do this again and, like that's fine cause that's yeah. the whole point of trying these new things but like again it's just like don't bring it down like just because you don't like it don't bring it down like for everyone else and so I guess that's something that like many other situations have like to yeah. deal with but that just got me thinking like with board games especially like it's uh you can definitely get some like bad players with that and uh and yeah another one too is like oddly enough just getting like way too drunk <laughs> uh, and like playing like like Um, yeah um, and that one's tough though because we've definitely gotten pretty drunk I think it's different when like that's the mood is like
0: first of all there's like a bottle of Jaeger while we're recording this (laughs) and you're drinking a beer so like right now like everyone's kind of like oh yeah oh yeah like that's what we're doing is hanging out but if there's like one person who shows up and is like already really drunk and everyone is Mm -hmm. like uh, we're trying to like just hang out and like have a good time and like do something after this. And there's like one person who like constantly forgets what happened the last session.
2: It's like, oh, what happened? Like, what? It's like, like,
0: yeah. It's like, man, it's your turn. It's like, oh, I gotta fucking take a piss again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why on your turn? Like, do it when it's not your turn. Now, what if it's just part of your character? Uh, like- then you've made a bad character. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's short and simple. <laughs> There's also the kind of person who works really late and, uh, can never make it to shit. Luke. Yeah, yeah. Like, come
1: on, Luke. Jesus. Yeah, working at a bar, yeah. restaurant? Like, come on. It's Monday, it's like, ridiculous. they definitely need you. What's going on on Monday? Yeah. Who, who, who
2: wants food on a Monday? I'm actually hungry so. as <laughs> hell. I, uh, I, I just realized I'm not gonna have lunch for tomorrow, so it's another Tim's breakfast for me, actually. Nice. So you got Troy for dinner to... Uh, Ooh, nice. nice. Great nice. food.
1: Yeah. I've never a Troy. I've not had Troy. Yeah. I haven't it's done it's quite good. good. I got like a... Yeah. I got like a lamb kebab kind of thing. I've heard the lamb is, is good there. Yeah. yeah. With rice and like salad and shit. I went there one time and all I got was sangria. <laughs> sangria.
0: Well, Troy <laughs> after dark? Was it? Uh, it wasn't even after dark. It was like one of our friends' parents were in town and they just wanted to take a bunch of us out for dinner. And I was like... I had just ate, but I was also, like, didn't want to get, like, a $20 meal and just, like, throw it on their bill. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna have, like, a drink. And they're like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, like... Yeah. Don't
2: yeah. worry about Like, yeah. I'm full anyways. Like, nice. But yeah. Because of Troy yeah, after Derek, surprised. that's all... Like, you say Troy, I just think Sangria. Oh, like, that's yeah, That's all it was. <sighs> event to Troy, yeah. After Derek. It's, yeah. uh... It was, a. And it was a big thing. It was a magic. <laughs> it was, like, like two three years ago. Yeah. It was... I. Th- it was about three years, I think, almost... Was it the summer <coughs> before the pandemic? It, was, a, so. it was the summer. Yeah, it was. It was the summer before the pandemic. It was yeah. before fourth year. I didn't live in
1: Wolfville then, like, mm-hmm. for the summer. And then I, I know a lot of people went, and then I came here, and then, like, it was COVID. And then I was,
2: like, you know, they're not yeah. doing it. They haven't really... I think they're, like, trying to bring it back, but no. I've no, heard no. rumors, but uh, yeah. I... Nothing official, so we should go there one
0: time just for a nice meal. Yeah, that'd be nice. It it really it's nice. Like really nice there. Yeah, food's good. Yeah, Sangri yeah. is good too. We didn't yeah. hit the spaghetti Monday today. Try oh, to yeah, I was, good last I was thinking about it, but I was like, I don't know if I can do two weeks in a row. Yeah,
1: and it's a good deal actually. Like, I remember, yeah. I got my bill. I, was I remember, like, this isn't too bad. <laughs> yeah, I remember like last summer doing it being like broke sometimes <laughs> like when we went yeah. and I'd be like okay I'm just gonna get like a pop cause yeah. I can't afford a beer or something but then with like just the spaghetti and a beer it was only like 10 bucks or a pop it was only like 10 bucks or something yeah. so yeah. it's like it's actually pretty cheap <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's free refills on your sodas <laughs> oh, oh nice
0: as is right. typical <laughs> at any establishment <style laughs> so like yeah there'll be another $2 for this iced tea but are you kidding me okay.
2: Ooh. It's like, what the
0: fuck oh, really That's our rant of the week. Um, Why don't we take a quick ad break, and then we'll hit a fiction fixation, and then Luke should be back any minute. Sounds good. good. Thank you to Newsly for sponsoring this week's episode of Dungeon Master's Apprentice. Newsly is an audio app that you can get for your iOS and Android that picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment, and it will read you to them in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the web becomes listenable. Go ahead and browse articles from topics you choose, perhaps the latest D&D news, or um, you know, if, uh, if there's a new expansion pack coming out, maybe uh, some new subclasses. Yeah, if you listened to the last episode, you know what we're talking about. Yeah, and uh, start enjoying, so stop scrolling and start listening. In addition, they have podcasts from over 40 countries, including our very own Dungeon Master's Apprentice. So download and use Newsly for free now, www.newsly.me or uh, from the link that I'll put in the description and use our new promo code, Master2021. It's a pretty dope code. Better than the last one. Hey, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) The last one was confusing. It's like dungeon, but the O is a zero. So make sure you get that. No, this one's just straight Master2021 and you'll get a one month free premium subscription. How's that sound? It sounds pretty good. Yeah, it does sound pretty good. Thanks, Newsley. And we're back. Uh, it's time for that time of the week, fiction fixation. Let's start off with Brett. What uh, piece of
1: fiction has you fixated this week? Mm. <clears throat> well, I just finished reading. Not just finished, but I re- I finished reading. I am Legend. Nice which was, like, a pretty cool read. I kind of gave you the spiel of yeah. the, like, why it's called that and whatnot, but um, I won't go into it because it's kind of, like, a rabbit hole, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started reading Slaughterhouse-Five, which is, like, a book about this World War Two prisoner of war, and I thought it was kind of be, like, kind of, like, about that time, but it's kind of, like, jumping back and forth between his life. Mm. And out of nowhere he, like, thinks he got abducted by aliens. Yeah. So, I was like, this is going like a way different direction than I <laughs> thought it was going to, but I'm like along for the ride. Mm-hmm. And besides that, I oh, feel what, like a. What's that one anime you were watching? Oh, yeah, I was gonna say that too. Have you actually. like and watched any of that since we watched it? No, okay, I was like, I don't it watch it with you. We should. And, and <laughs> it's really funny. It's called Ghost Stories. Okay. And it's um, basically, it was like this anime in Japan that tanked it came out like a year that had like a real bunch of strong like animes and it was kind of just shit anyways yeah. <laughs> so it like bombed and then they're like they, i think they probably already like hired like some a team to do like a dub version of it but they're like it's shitting the bed so hard just do whatever <laughs> you want with it basically so the dub crew they basically just like put in any, like they did the whole script themselves like none of it's even like close to the original like narrative and they say some like really funny yoda pocket shit yeah. <laughs> it's like really like borderline like yeah like they say some stuff i'm like i don't know if you can say that anymore you definitely <laughs> <can. Yeah. laughs> it'll just
0: be like some eight-year-old who will say who will like say a slur
2: yeah and he's like what yeah like, Boy, you can't see that
1: <laughs> and it since it's a horror anime like it's still ha- like is like, it has horror elements. It's all based around, like, ghosts and stuff. But, like, none of it's, like... A, they're just, like, trolling, yeah. basically. <laughs> I can't even say an example of, like, one of the lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, it's, like, like... I don't know if that makes it a good wreck or not. But it's just, like... I've only watched, like, eight episodes or so. But it's really good if I'm just, like, baked and bored. and yeah. just want to, like, eat and watch something funny. Yeah. I've been watching one
0: episode with you. And there was, like, five or six times within, like, 30 minutes. I was, like, burst out laughing. Mm-hmm. Like, it was there's a lot of like 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 they were just messing around for sure but they definitely did like a good job of just making it like yeah
1: (laughs) and the like voice crew actually has like pretty well known like dubbed like voice Uh, actors and stuff so it's like actually like the crew's pretty good but they're just like trolling pretty Um, you know (laughs) that's pretty funny uh neil fiction fixation
0: doesn't have to be this week could be since you last were on the podcast which yeah was months
2: ago. Um, I'll probably I'll probably stick with this week um, so I we got two things uh, one is the book I've been reading uh, Dead of Honor by Tom Clancy it's a total dad book uh, Tom it's, Clancy's it's, ripped t- Tom Clancy's ripped. The the it's actually the funny down. because he's uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, my dad's favorite author so what I've been doing the past couple years is trying to read most of his books to kind of because my dad's uh, like I've grown up to my dad talking about these books, so like I'm now trying yeah. to like read them all, and um, they're all like, like I've I I have enjoyed most of them, uh, and they're all about espionage and yeah. war and stuff like that. I played a couple of the games, I think. Yeah, and uh, this book, this book is about. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's about like, the U S. gets in a trade war with Japan, and it pisses Japan off and enough to basically like start a war Mm -hmm. with the US Um, and what I find hilarious what I find what I find about Tom Clancy books that both I love and hate is that he basically starts off with like maybe like something like 10 different storylines of just random things where you're like okay like these aren't I can see where these are kind of connected but like also don't know where And then what they'll slowly do is they'll slowly start meshing together and going until they kind of reach the climax, and then the climax will be like the greatest piece of fiction you know I'm reading like Like the most intense piece of fiction (laughs) like (laughs) like I mean spoilers for I mean is it okay if I spoil one of the books or yeah they're they're written like what thirty years ago like Um, thirty years ago yeah yeah. Tom Clancy head yes Clancy head skip ahead Um, but like like. There's, there's one book where it's, like, literally, like, 80, 80% of the book. Or the back is, like, Jack Ryan, who's the main character, yeah. is trying to find these terrorists who are making this bomb. And the whole fucking book is Jack Ryan dealing with, like, drama with his wife and <laughs> his job <laughs> and stuff like that. And then it'll just keep bouncing back to, like, Ooh, the terrorists get closer to me, <laughs> the nuke bounces back. Oh no, my wife thinks she's—I'm cheating on her. No, <laughs> and it's like we—we got the bomb in the states. Let's see what—and you're just like, okay, like they're gonna like mix at some point, and the mix is just the bomb going off. Oh, and then it's like Jack Ryan's like, oh shit. Well, <laughs> and you're just like the back made it seem like he was like going after these terrorists, and the whole time he was like now I'm doing this whole other shit the terrorist one like huh. and I, now I have to deal with it but what was funny with that book specifically is once that happened it was like the most intense piece of mm. fiction I've ever read like I was glued. the moment where you realize it's like, like like oh my god this happened now like all this other stuff is going on mm. so but it drives you nuts because it's like the books are this mo- is- the <laughs> books are like 800 pages long so it's like a good like five to six hundred pages of just like build up for, like, 200 pages or 150 pages of, like, just pure intensity that, like, like your adrenaline, you're you're just, like, like, I've read enough of them where I know how, like, I know the formula now, and you're, I'm just kind of, like, reading it, I'm like, okay, like, I understand that the build-up makes the climax better, but holy fuck, can, like, we just get to it, so it's been, uh, it's it's been a little bit of a chore which makes me think I need to I'm gonna switch books series for a little bit mm. that sounds kind of like um like the girl with the
1: dragon tattoo and uh, like those books I feel like a lot of them are. there's a lot of ongoing plot lines and eventually they kind of like intersect yeah. but it's like you go through so much like build up and then at the end there is like a lot like it's really intense yeah it's, it's like but it's a like, movie I've seen the movie yeah yeah, yeah. like the American one not the yeah yeah uh, Swedish it's pretty one pretty intense yeah. like very graphic yeah it was pretty and there's some pretty
0: messed up when she ends up like getting back at the dude who did some stuff that wasn't so nice to her yeah she like tattoos his chest and stuff. yeah and there's a lot of other like things that there's been a couple times in that movie where I like really like had to look away and be like if I don't if I watch this I'm actually gonna like
2: throw up yeah Mm -hmm. it's pretty brutal (laughs) I haven't seen it, so I mean, I can't it, say. But it's like a really good movie. I've heard it's good, but yeah, I've also it, heard that's things. not a deterrent so like, to
0: watch it. There's some tough. No more is it a reason to watch it. It's yeah. just like they kind of nailed what they were going for. Yeah, that's exactly. I mean. So, um, but yeah, that's
2: my like that's my fiction thing. And the other one I was gonna say was just the boys. Like I'm glad <laughs> uh, yeah. that's back. And the one thing I'll say about that is uh, if anyone if watches it, Homelander, I, I love, love that guy. <laughs> if you watch watched. it, you'll know. If but like. Uh, Everyone yeah. I talk to just, like, loves Homelander. He's, like... like he, like, a bad guy? He's, like... You know, he's, like, the trope if, like, Superman was, like, evil. Okay. But he... They, they, they play it off, like, basically superheroes are also, like, like celebrities. Yeah. yeah. And basically, like, this... He's, like, Superman if he was a celebrity. But people are starting not to love him anymore. And he's starting mm-hmm. to lose his mind. Which is awesome because, especially this season you start to see him unravel and when he unravels whoever pl- uh, the guy who plays him is so good yeah, at yeah. that like just capturing that but like you're literally like oh my god this guy is starting to break and yeah. you're also like he has the powers of superman so it's imagine if someone like superman just starts like mentally just, just having a cracking, breakdown, like breaking down yeah it's like oh my god this is insane so it's like it's it's been awesome to see this season so mm-hmm. i was gonna say those tom clancy books um
0: I feel like it would be really hard to write one of those books or like truly any sort of novel you need to have another area of expertise outside of just writing to like write about like it seems like the Tom Clancy ones you need to have a lot of knowledge on
2: like the political climate of Mm -hmm. the entire world well so like so the thing with Tom Clancy is when he was writing the book like he was writing during the Cold War yeah so like that was like the number one thing at the time Um, (coughs) but the funny thing is is that From what I recall, he has no military. He didn't serve at all. Yeah, yeah. He was like an insurance guy. But what he was super good at was research.
0: Yeah. And so so
2: there's like a famous story where when he was writing, I think, The Hunt for Red October, which was his first book. Um, It might have been that or it might have been another one. But basically, he nailed how the U.S. military did things. Yeah. And, like, these were confidential things. These yeah. weren't, like, public. Yeah, they yeah. were confidential things. So, like, it's a famous thing where, like, basically the FBI came to him and were like, how where did you know get is? this information? And basically he showed, he showed them how he got this information by going to libraries. And yeah. he would just find books and he would just read and read and read and piece things together and just be like, oh, like, if you had a submarine, like, this is how you would do things. Or, like, this was how you do that. It's just the most efficient way or things like yeah. that. And the military's just like, what the fuck? You just figured that out? And he's like, yeah. Like, I just yeah. I just figured it does out. That, does Tom Clancy write all of them? You know, um, or, is it, or is it, like, a name that... So, he... So, basically, through, like, his... Obviously, his first few books and stuff, he wrote them. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. basically, as you get closer... Because I think he died in, like... 2012 or something like that okay. so as you get to like the 2000s um that's when he was starting to get a bit older so he started having a co-writer with him so you can kind of see like if you look at the books you can kind of see that transition where he has a co-writer and then it got the to the point yes. where the co-writer took over and starts and continues the, the story go down, do you think, or you um so my dad is i haven't gotten to that that point right. yet right. um and my dad again is a huge fan so he's kept reading and he's definitely said, like, the essence is there with the writer, but it's not, like, it's Zero. not, it's obviously not Clancy writing it. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, it's interesting. But um, what I always like about Tom Clancy is that he was one of the first um, authors, or maybe one of the only authors that I think can think of, that got into video games. He started yeah. off, he created Red Storm Rising Studios. Which is uh, which is based off one of the books Red Storm Rising is one of the books he wrote, and that's when he started creating Rainbow Six games. He started off with yeah, Rainbow yeah, Six yeah. games, and those blew up, and so then basically what he started doing was he would just create. He would basically just come up with ideas for for a game or a a topic. Yeah, yeah. And they would make a game around it. So that's where you get Splinter Cell, Ghost Recon. Um, and then, as time went on, his oh, name... Main... Ratchet and Clank 2. Ratchet and Clank, <laughs> Clank 2. Um, you know, Roblox. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. It but,
0: like, it, it became... Mario was actually a whole series of novels before they, you know, it's <laughs> into video. Whoa. Yeah, it's yeah. really deep. Yeah, yeah, there's, like, a lot of scenes with him just, like, wrenching people in the head and, Whoa. like... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he, like than he from, like, Brooklyn. Yeah, (laughs) it's, like, like really funny where, like,
0: (laughs) in the original series, like, Mario just actually lives in Brooklyn (laughs) goes to the Mushroom Kingdom through an actual pipe. Yeah, he's like, (laughs) he's like, what's blocking this thing? And he goes through it's mushroom a, kingdom yeah it's weird that like Mar- Mario started as a portal fantasy and now it's just like I don't know he lives in this kingdom or maybe he just like abandoned that and he's like why would I go back to Brooklyn oh, yeah that's fair
2: like maybe it's just like yo this he's like, like
0: and I don't seem to age here either yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like
2: I never age everything's colorful I never die the princess I never man. die yeah except she keeps getting stolen uh, from, uh, by this dinosaur
0: yeah I know <laughs> um yeah, So, but it just seems like any of those kind of books, you need to have a, some outside knowledge, and it yeah. just requires a lot of research.
2: Oh, yeah, it, it definitely does to create, like, a, it's cre- it definitely create just, like, a believable world, yeah, too, yeah. like, yeah. Um, I will say, he definitely goes overboard with it. Like, there was an entire chapter one time where he explained the sonar system of, like, the Atlantic Ocean, <laughs> and you're just kind of like, listen, I understand, like this is important when catching subs. I don't need to know how many hertz goes into one sonar beacon. Like, <coughs> I think, I think that's that's good. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> well, like, we get it, man. Like, like, like you know, like you know it. We <laughs> get it. It's really tough for a sub to hide in the water. Like that's like yeah. what the message was. But it was just like, okay, all right, okay, like so um yeah you just like
0: flip
1: ahead 30 pages and you're like he's still talking like he's still talking about this this. okay like Like, let's go that's like going back to the girl the dragon tattoo i remember that like with the book being like one complaint because she's like a hacker in it did you do the audiobook yeah or i didn't listen to it i just like listened to overdo yeah yeah. they're all there they cover like four three or four of the books yeah yeah but anyways like i remember them saying like there'd be like pages and pages of just specifics like on the computer that she's yeah, using yeah, yeah. and stuff and there's like this stuff's like apparently not even like correct or whatever but it's yeah. also like this is like an apple ad. App yeah, and like, i don't know why it's so long <laughs> yeah he like called him up for being wrong a couple of times but he also
0: was like who gives a shit what like processor your macbook has yeah those it's uh, like this way too much it's tiring yeah uh my fiction fixation I think I talked last week about how I'm reading Dracula. Still pushing through that. Didn't read as much this weekend as I would as I wanted to. Just, stuff just kept coming up. I kept sleeping in. but. Um, and then today, I did what every bad reader does, is go out and get more books while you're still trying to finish one book. Mm, yep, yeah. yep. Um, but they were actually mangas this time. I purchased Ooh, my first mangas. Uh, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. What, what manga? So... I got the volume one and two of Death Note because I watched the show and loved it, and I was just wondering if the manga was much different than the anime, and I wanted to kind of like figure it out firsthand. So they only had volumes one and two, and I like asked if they had more, and they were like, honestly, like, oh, I don't really think we do. So I got that. The all the pages like along the um, along the sides of the pages like the covers all black and then the pages are all black too. Oh cool On the edges So it just looks all black Yeah Um So it's a, And it was only like $12 For volumes 1 and 2 It's not um, bad I don't know how many volumes they have But mm-hmm. I feel like that seems A good price for Um <coughs>
1: I feel like definitely It's not that long either so No It's like probably not me, that many volumes. Like, like the, even yeah. if
0: there was like 12 or something Like $12 for 2 Like $6 Anyway. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so bad. I might just order Some of them online Or like if, if I really like it I'll just order a complete collection Online yeah, or something Yeah and the other one is like the complete intersection of like the shit that I nerd out on, which is like anime and like manga and like just being a weeb <laughs> <laughs> and Shakespeare. Okay, interesting. So it's a, making myself look really bad for the audience, but uh, I got a Shakespeare manga and it's uh, Hamlet. Oh okay. But okay. I I like really like Hamlet. Yeah, Hamlet's cool. I like Hamlet. Yeah, so. I saw Hamlet in in a theater uh, in Stratford, Ontario, which like is renowned like worldwide. Oh yeah, that's
2: the Stratford. Is it the Stratford theater? Like is yeah, it called Stratford that? Festival. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I've heard that. Yeah. It's like a
0: big deal, and like there are classes that you can take in university where like anyone across any university can attend, and the whole thing is like you go to Stratford. And, like, watch much plays. So it is a pretty big deal, and it's only, like, an hour from uh, where I live, and it was the first time I'd ever seen a play there, let alone, like, Shakespeare there. But um, I think I talked about this briefly before, but I think it's just worth noting that the um, the main actress was, played... Like, there's an actress who played Hamlet, and they were a black woman. Okay. Which was... Which is interesting, and... In concept and then when they actually played it out uh, they never changed Hamlet to be like the princess of Denmark or like say like so a, a So like they ch- were still the pr- like prince, prince. Like, they, they like, didn't change anything this girl, the girl mm-hmm. played a boy wow which I like I wasn't expecting that going in I don't know why um, but I like as the play started to unfold I was just like oh this is like an interesting choice that was mm-hmm. made uh, but the the actress who played Hamlet was like amazing like full like chalked to like the brim with charisma Mm -hmm. like fully embodied Hamlet as he sort of like descends into his insanity like he starts off saying like I'm gonna pretend I'm insane so people kind of have to like basically pay attention to me and then I'll use that to pay attention to them Mm -hmm. but then eventually he does just like fall off a cliff yeah he goes insane and just like yeah yeah so they played that really well. Um, and the other thing is that the, uh, it was all modern too. So instead of like someone sneaking behind like a doorway to listen in on a conversation, they would like bug someone. Oh, cool. Or like instead of being like, oh, Hamlet like wrote me this note, like this love letter. And it would be like a text. Mm. So like, he t- like, look at this stuff, he's like texting me or mm. So that stuff was also really cool, and the stage props were awesome. Um, So it was a really good production. But anyways, long story short, I really like Hamlet. I've read it, like, three times. I've seen it uh, once now. I've seen the movie adaptation that was pretty good, Mm -hmm. and now I'm going to read the manga. Nice, nice. But it's, like, all of the original text put Mm -hmm. into a manga, and uh, it seems very, like, manga Esque where like there's very dramatic like character moments or like a whole page covers like one line and stuff so it seems like very epic mm-hmm. um, that's awesome yeah so um, I'm gonna try to get, <coughs> get rid of Dracula first finish that up really liking it I like Nathan asked me the other day he was like what would you rate it at a 10 and I was like I think it's a 10 like mm-hmm. there's nothing I don't like about this book really yeah so um, highly recommend it like plays into all the vampire tropes that you love, but you, like, watch people discover them as they're happening. And there's, like, one dude who, like, seems to know them already who is, like, ahead of everyone and, like, Mm -hmm. explaining it. And, like, he'll be like, "Uh, I want to, like, put garlic around this girl's whole bedroom. And everyone's like, what? Why are you doing garlic? And he's like, trust me, I'm just going to do it. (laughs) And, like, as a reader, you know. and Yeah. One of the really cool moments was um, in one of the opening pages... Dracula, like, invite He's like, come in to my... Like, I'm in... he's like, it basically, like, explicitly invites the dude into his house, which I feel like is a trope. Like, I know, like, vampires can't come into your house unless you invite them, but I feel like... And I could be wrong, but I feel like that's the reverse of what the trope actually is, is that they have to invite you into their house. Mm -hmm. Like, they can't just, like, drag you there. I don't know. There was an interesting parallel there that I kind of picked up on. So Mm -hmm. especially for a modern reader who knows all those tropes, like the steak Mm -hmm. and the garlic and uh, all this stuff. It's, like, interesting piecing all that together and keeping in mind that maybe these tropes have been altered over time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... And
2: the whole thing is, like, a mystery, too, like, Mm -hmm. so... So is it, like, is it mainly a history or is it, like, also, like, a horror as well? Like, you know, when I think vampire, I think, like... Obviously horror, but, like, I don't know.
0: It's more of a mystery than a horror. And I think the thing that lends itself to being a mystery is that um, the whole thing is never, like, explicitly, like, chapter one. And then, like, it just starts with the narrator. It's always a collection of documents. So, okay. like, it'll either be someone's journal or it'll be a newspaper article that is pulled or it'll be, like, a captain's log that is pulled So it's a compilation of texts Mm -hmm. and the way that they kind of get that around that is like the characters will write in their journals and be like, today I saw, uh, Dr. Seward to, he said this and then, and then it'll just go into the full conversation where like essentially the, um, the journaler is writing down the conversation exactly as it happened, which is like kind of unrealistic, but that's how they get around that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you get interesting dialogue, um, but then it'll be like, at the end it'll be like, I feel too tired to write, I'm going to bed, hopefully a good night's rest will help me. And then and then it'll just be like, well, I had a bad sleep, but uh, I had a very busy day ahead of me, and this is what happened during my day. And mm-hmm. then i will just go through and do it again. Um, but I, like yeah, there's just layers and layers of... Like, <coughs> do they refer to him as Dracula? Uh, do they refer to him as His Dracula? name actually is Dracula, and of course, like before anyone knew who Dracula was, like, you could say, like, my name is Dracula. And, like, it yeah. easily could have been, like, Count Clark. Yeah. And anyone. it's just like, how do you not know? His name's Count Clark. because <laughs> like, oh, we didn't, this trope hasn't been invented. <laughs> like, yeah. But, yeah, he's just like, yeah, his name is Count Dracula. And everyone's like, no, right. he's like a businessman. True. Right? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, super interesting book. Would highly recommend. Um, also would recommend going down to your local, uh, comic book store and getting a manga of Shakespeare uh, <laughs> might have to I might have to look into that and, yeah. uh, and getting it yeah. yeah I think we've nerded out a lot We're, we just hit an hour uh, Luke should be home any minute am I
2: right uh, hopefully yeah we he, never know what the uh, what the yeah. restaurant is you know yeah maybe, well you better you know, bring uh, us home some food is all I'm saying <laughs> 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 that'd be very nice yeah although unlikely I feel very, <laughs> unlike, very <laughs> unlikely very unlikely
0: not uh uh, Andrew used to always bring home f- food when he would come here, wouldn't he? Like,
2: he, when he was working at, uh, yeah, the pizza place.
0: He, well, he'd just bring, like, four top. pieces of pizza and then just eat them all himself. And be like, all right, like, <laughs> I'd probably do the same thing. So, you know, he worked hard. Like, you eat those. You you enjoy those. Yeah, that you earned it. <laughs> uh, sweet, guys. It's been a excellent podcast. Didn't get off track too much, which is always, always good.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean... You Neil, great to have you on. Yes, thanks for having me, and uh, I hope I'm on again uh, soon. Yeah. Enjoy talking and chatting about uh, all these different things. So, for sure. um yeah. always a pleasure to have you
0: on. And of course. Thanks for having me back. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Always. And uh, listeners, have a good evening, or morning, or whenever you're listening to the show. Yeah,
2: whatever. So. Peace. See you, guys. <laughs>